Welcome to The Health Connection, consciously inspiring your success. The podcast that will inspire you to achieve your optimal health and empower your mind. Where the integration of both East and West unite to give you tips, methods, and inspiration to live the life you desire. With your host, trainer and speaker, doctor of oriental medicine, licensed acupuncture physician, Tai Chi and Qigong instructor, Justin Fontanini. Get ready for an amazing show starting right now. back this is the health connection i'm your host justin fontanini where every day is a great day hope you guys are having a good day or a weekend or a week whatever part you're in uh, i had a pretty good one my weekend went a little too fast but you know that happens and it's all good we just uh roll to do the best we can monday's coming around tomorrow uh, i gotta do some visualizations some positive thinking some affirmations just to get my mind in the right place so the week goes well and uh that way you know, we stay on top of things, keep positive, because sometimes life, you know, different things, movies, news, crap, things going on, all kinds of situations, they can overwhelm your mind, and you just got to keep it clean, keep it positive, and that way you stay focused. Today's going to be the second part of the being extraordinary. Hope you listened to the first one to give us a foundation, and uh, this one's going to be quite important. I have a power quote to start off with. It came from the Huang Di Nei Jing. And the Huang Ni Neijing, it translates to the Yellow Emperor's Classic of Internal Medicine. This book is like the uh, Bible to the Chinese medicine. It's 2,000 years old, and it's basically a dialogue between the Yellow Emperor and his, um, his minister, uh, Chibo. And uh, it's quite interesting, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. But I have a quote from there, and this is our power quote of the day. It says, Those who disobey the laws of heaven and earth have a lifetime of calamities while those who follow the laws remain free from dangerous illness. And that's right from the Huang Di Neijing. This quote's quite interesting. So it's, it talks about how we disobey, or we can say lose balance, or go against the harmony, or lose the harmony of nature. When we lose this balance, disorder occurs, and all kinds of crap can occur in our life. And it doesn't only talk about just the heaven and the earth. This is included in us, too, because... The Chinese medicine, they have the philosophy that there is the, the Sansai, which is the three intellects. It's the heaven and the human and the earth. And the human is between heaven and earth. So they, they put them up on a high pedestal regarding the human as a very high, important aspect within the heaven and the earth. So that's why they say heaven, human, and earth. And um, we can call this also the three treasures. But this is quite important. And when we lose balance with things, within ourself, with our mind, our thoughts, our speaking, our, our kindness, our virtue, our merit, our love, our passion, our desires, when we start to lose balance with all these things, and we start having more negativity, more hatred, more unjust thoughts, unjust thinking, different things we do, different actions, whatever, when we start to build up a negative karma, you know, and then we start to lose this balance, this harmony, and then all kinds of negative things can show up in our life. So they call it the calamities. They can have a lifetime of calamities. So basically, uh, the idea is to have a balance. So they say, while those who follow the laws remain free from the dangerous illness. Essentially, the laws, what is the law? It's the law of yin and yang. It's the law of night and, and daytime, positive and negative, good and bad. You know, all of this, happiness versus anger, 
you know we got to find this balance of of everything and it's not just one thing so that's why their foundation is the yin and yang symbol we call the taiji symbol it's a symbol of the opposites the polarity the positive and the negative so we need to keep a relative balance within there because when we go out of balance too far then you know next thing something happens so if we keep a balance with within ourself with the the rules that govern the earth or the heavens the heavens they have we have the five elements these are like the rules if we lose the balance with these five rules or these five elements i mean things can uh, you know get imbalanced and break down so for example the five elements the fire the water the wood earth metal all these when we lose harmony of them then we can break down so each element governs a season so right now it's summertime it's a fire element and then later it comes the earth element in the late summer and then the fall time is the metal and then the winter is the uh, water element and back to spring is the wood so if we start to lose balance we can get all kinds of things messed up so how can we do that so easy well you can eat out of season you can go to the winter time up north where there's snow on the ground and start enjoying food that's growing in south america or central america like bananas and oranges and food that doesn't grow in the same time zone in the same season as soon as you start losing this harmony this balance this is exactly why they're mentioning this quote is because we have to follow nature. We have to follow seasons. Eat what's in your local environment. Eat what's in season. Don't eat things that are out of season. You, you Sometimes you wonder, how did it get here anyways if it's not even in season? Well, you might wonder how big the refrigerators are that they sit in while they uh, are at a low temperature or whatever they may do to them. There's maybe other methods, you know, but I know the refrigerators can be one of them. But when we eat food that uh, doesn't come from where we are and is out of season, we lose in touch with nature. We lose, we break this balance, this harmony that nature made for us. So if we want to follow nature, we just follow the seasons. That's one of the ways to harmonize with the heavenly energies, is the five elements. So it's quite quite crucial and important. The other one is the like yin and yang. Daytime and nighttime. If we are up all night when it's dark. You know, in the ancient time, people didn't have so much light. They maybe had some candles or something or a torch or whatever they may had, but they went to bed relatively early because there was no light to stay up. There was nothing to do. So they followed nature. When the sun rose, they get up. When the sun falls, they go to bed. So to follow this relatively, you don't have to go to bed at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock, but if you can go to bed fairly early, you know, 9, 10, 11, 11.30, but once it starts getting past 11.30, you're really breaking that, that balance cycle. In between 10 and 2 in the in the nighttime, this is a special window of uh, healing and rejuvenation for the body. And if we miss that window, our body can't heal, can't rejuvenate. All kinds of things are going to, you know, get imbalanced. So that's it's quite crucial to go to bed relatively early, wake up real early. But a lot of people, and I see it in the clinic all the time, they go to bed too late, then they wake up really late. And they wake up tired because their body... It didn't heal. It didn't rejuvenate. Didn't recharge at nighttime. So if you if you're exhausted and you're tired, just try to go to bed earlier and see what happens for yourself. You might be shocked that uh, the body actually recharged during your sleep. But if we don't miss this deep sleep, all kinds of uh, imbalances, hormonal, circulatory, organ, you know, different systems will start to malfunction. So this idea of following the concept of the yin and yang. 
of the five elements to put our body back into order so it can be in a relative good state. Uh, this is quite important because this quote, those who disobey the laws of heaven and earth, which is basically yin and yang and the five elements, if we don't follow those, those, those concepts, those natures, they're going to have a lifetime of calamities. While those who follow the laws remain free from dangerous illness. So it, basically it's all about balance, moderation and balance. And you're going to have to do a lot of study and self-development and listen to more podcasts that I have because they're not all right here. It's too big of a topic. So you might start to understand that the past podcasts you listen to, you're starting to become familiar with the five elements, with the yin and yang. I have to do that. I have to put them like a puzzle. I have to put all the pieces together because there's just too enormous amount of information. So with that said about the power quote, let's go right into uh, this Huang Di Neijing. This book, we're going to have to go back in time 2,000 years ago to listen to the conversation between the Yellow Emperor and his, uh, his ministerial officer, uh, Chibo. And we're going to listen to the conversation and then see the the topic they're talking about and this comes from the first chapter of the Yellow Emperor's internal medicine book and the first chapter is called the universal truth don't we all want to know the universal truth it's quite interesting but the first chapter that's what it is and I'm gonna skip a few sentences and go down to the important part for what we're talking about the Yellow Emperor says this I've heard that in the days of old Everyone lived 100 years old without showing the usual signs of aging. In our time, however, people age prematurely, living only 50 years old. Is this due to the change in the environment, or is it because people have lost the correct way of life? That's the question he has for Chibo. It's quite interesting, because what they're saying is people in the past, they lived so old, well over 100, and they didn't show the signs of aging. They age prematurely, and live only about 50 years old. So it's quite interesting because you can see when you look at the modern statistics and you see friends, family, different people around you. One of my good friends, he passed away with brain cancer at 42 years old and his lifestyle was pretty good. You know, but you know, who knows? Go figure. So when you see this, it makes you wonder there's some disharmony, some imbalance, something maybe unforeseen that got him, that broke the balance in his system and made him not function properly and his immune system drop and next thing, you know, whatever happened, happened. So what they're saying 2,000 years ago still applies till today. That's my main point here. So Chibo goes on to say, he replies, he says, in the past, people practiced the way of life. They understood the principle of balance of yin and yang and they represented by transformation of the energies of the universe. Thus they formulated practices such as Tao Yin, an exercise combining stretching, massaging, and breathing to promote the flow of energy, and meditation to help maintain and harmonize themselves with the universe. They ate a balanced diet at regular times. They arose and retired to bed at regular hours. They avoided overstressing their bodies and minds, and refrain from the overindulgence of all kinds. They maintain well-being of body and mind. Thus, it's not surprising they lived to over 100 years old. So it's quite interesting. How many people do you know that eat at regular hours? How many people do you know that skip breakfast? Eat breakfast at 8 o'clock one day, at home one day, in their car the other, at work the next. Skip breakfast, you know, have a big brunch 
Who, who do we know that can skip dinner or eat a huge dinner with no breakfast when breakfast is the most important meal of the day? How many times do we go to bed really late, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, we wake up super early to go back to work again? Or we go to bed really late and wake up super late? You know, we see this. This is just part of what we know. And then the stress. How many people, you know, they're stressed to the max, high blood pressure, can't sleep, their mind's going a million miles an hour. You know, they're getting all depressed because of all the shit they're having to deal with in life. You know, all the emotions people have. The anxiety, the worry, the frustration, the anger, the depression. All these things, they're due to stimuluses. There's something in their life that's making them depressed. Depression just doesn't fly out of the air and just land on you. If your body's physically strong... Your mind is mentally strong. Your life is balanced. Your body and mind is balanced. Then everything is balanced. Why is there a problem? But when you go down, when everything's down, when you're depressed, there's reasons for that. Things push you down. And it's the things that are pushing you down that you need to evaluate and look at and realize that maybe it's not that important to hold on to. you got to let go. So these things, these emotions, we've got to really pay attention. So in this chapter, they're talking about all these things, how they followed uh, harmony and balance you know in the past and they didn't overindulge in various activities working you know 60 80 hours a week never resting you know too much sex too much food too much sweet too much alcohol too many drugs no matter if they're prescribed or not just too many everything you know can be out of balance we need a balance and a harmony so too much of anything is a bad thing right so that's why they refrain from overindulgence of all types it's quite important so to see and understand this it can give us quite a quite an idea so it says these days people have changed their way of life they drink wine like water they indulge excessively in destructive activities they drain their jing which is the body's essence that's stored in the kidneys and they deplete their life force their chi they do not know the secret of conserving their energy and vitality they seek emotional excitement and momentary pleasures. People disregard the natural rhythm and order of the universe. They fail to regard their lifestyle and diet and sleep, and they do it all improper. So it's not surprising that they look old at 50 and they die soon after. So it's quite interesting. This part's showing us basically where the crap hit the fan. And it's not about taking a magic bullet, a pill, or trying this new exercise routine, or trying this fancy diet that became popular that's all over the news, there's new books. You know, it's kind of funny. If you, if you look at the word diet and you take off the T, it's kind of interesting what word you see. You know, basically you got to follow the cycle. Eat what's local, what's in nature. Eat fresh, eat whole foods. And then basically you follow your body type. If you're a hot type person, you know, eat more cooling foods. Don't eat hot, spicy food, baked food. Pressure cooked food that's going to put a lot of heat in your body. Drinking different drinks that are going to put heat in the system. If you're a cold type person, you got to start taking more warming foods, more cooked foods. Eating less salad, less fruit, which are cool. If you have a lot of nasal discharge, runny nose, vaginal discharge, you know, loose stools, your body can't process the moisture, it's probably not a good idea to eat more moistening foods. You got to eat more foods that are more drying, more harmonizing for your body type. So we gotta harmonize your body. We gotta follow your own nature. If you're too damp and moist, eat more dry food. 
If you're dry everywhere in your body, dry nose, dry mouth, dry skin, dry stool, dry vagina, you got to start moistening your body, figure out where you lost the balance. If you're too cold, cold hands, cold feet, dizzy, lightheaded, can't sleep, palpitations, your mind's foggy, can't stand cold weather, you better find out where you went wrong. You better start eating more warming food, staying warmer, staying away from the cool environment. Start taking things that can warm and invigorate your metabolism, warm you up. You know, we got to find this relative balance. This is the basic idea. So this is quite quite a unique thing and a concept to think about. This this part here is quite important. They do say basically the people they they drain their jing, which is the body's essence stored in the kidney, and they deplete their life force. Their life force. Imagine your body like a battery and you use it every day all day going full force. Your battery is going to run out. You have stored life force in your body. The kidneys govern that. And that's what the ancient Chinese have, have known for thousands of years. It's been time tested, proven, and they know about it. And it's just part of their medicine, their culture, their way of life. So we can't deny it. But the body has a life force. If you blow it, don't rest. Overdo. You know, too much this. Go, 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 go. Not nourishing, replenishing, revitalizing, resting, recuperating. You'll burn out quick. So if you want to prolong your life and take care of your life, you got to start to understand that we need a balance. We need a harmony. We can't, we can't lose this balance of yin and yang and the five elements. So that will give us some kind of concept. And they go on to say, the accomplished ones of the ancient times, they advised people to guard themselves against getting sick. Not only on the uh, mental level, by keeping their mind calm, and avoiding excessive desires and fantasies, anything that would spend too much of their life force and throw their body out of balance. But they needed to keep their mind very pure and keep their mind very clear. And their internal energy, they always advised them to keep the circulation very smooth and very free. Not only the chi, the life force that runs in the 12 regular meridians, but also the blood flow to maintain it. And then keep the mind focused you know, don't let it get scattered, dispersed by thinking too many things, doing too many things, you know, having too many logs in the fire. You know, you can't do too much. You got to keep a relative harmony of balance. But to keep the mind focused and powerful. That way, illness and disease, they can hopefully be avoided. So this is what they say the ancient people would educate and advise. So the circulation part, of course, they're talking about Tao Yin, which is a Chinese yoga. It's like a you know very unique stretching and breathing, twisting and turning exercise that opens up the free flow of all the circulation in the body. Dalian exercises usually have a pattern. They often may have 12 moves or 8 moves or 16 moves. And you do one through the, all of them and finish. And that routine, that pattern, unblocked all the joints, all the blood flow, opened up all the tendons and ligaments. It wasn't just... Hey, let me just stretch and I'll, I'll stretch my lower back, my hamstrings, I'll wiggle my hip, stick my butt in the air. No, it was a very precise, very systemic approach that was very precisely calculated during its creation by highly evolved individuals that were highly acclaimed for in their times, in that time era, that put something together that covered everything. It wasn't just, you know, the big major joints or the big tendons or ligaments or just the lower extremities it was everything from the head to the toes all the way to the fingertips and of course tai chi is in this qigong is in this and the meditation is in this why is the meditation in this because at nighttime 
after a long day of all kinds of stuff going on, if you go to go to bed when your mind is full of all the stuff in the day, you're going to sit there for 20, 30 minutes and wondering why you can't go to sleep. Or if you do fall asleep from being so exhausted, you're going to find yourself waking up about 2.30 in the morning and your mind can't stop. It's starting to process all the stuff that you had in your mind from that day or from the accumulation of the week or month before. So the meditation is crucial. Every night you have to meditate to let the mind settle. So think about this way. I'll give you an analogy. Imagine a storm and the wind blows and the water on a lake. It starts rippling, getting, you know, kind of white caps. It starts getting all kinds of chaotic, you know, turbulent. The water's moving everywhere. There's small waves. But when the wind stops, everything calms down. The water is very calm, very peaceful. When you do the meditation, your mind becomes very peaceful, very calm, like that calm water on the lake that you see in the morning. But when you have too much on your mind, it's like that turbulent water in the ocean. The waves are crashing. You got the hurricane blowing, the white caps everywhere. All the water is very turbulent. That's a mind that's not in peace, is not rested, is not calm. To calm the mind from a very unrested state, you need the meditation. It's your tool. It's a tool to make the mind become very calm and very peaceful. Just like you take the wind, the next thing the waves calm down and everything goes smooth. When you take the wind away, that, that's what happens. But if the wind remains, it keeps blowing the water, blowing the water, it's going to remain choppy. So our mind... You're going to miss sleep. Your mind's going to be a madhouse if you don't do the meditation. you got to have some kind of tool, some method to calm the mind. And probably the best idea is not to go watch a movie. It'll distract you, but then you have more input, more crap. And a lot of it may be negative, violent, you know, stuff like that. To read, it's not too bad of an idea, but then you got more input. It's like more wind to the, to the wind already, you know. we got to put no input. Shut the mind down go blank just breathe focus on nothing except inhale exhale let the mind become very peaceful very calm that way every night your mind shuts off before you go to bed and you realize after some period of time your sleep improved that way your body when when you go to sleep you can heal you you can recuperate the next day you feel great this is quite important because i found out recently that during our sleep when we're deep asleep the cerebral spinal fluid it circulates throughout our spinal cord and our brain and it starts cleansing and washing out all kinds of free radicals and cell waste that our brain produces. And I really forgot the name, but there's some type of uh, byproduct from our brain, from just metabolism and whatever. It's one thing that's found in high levels of patients with Alzheimer's and dementia. So, and it's very interesting when the, uh, when the people go deep asleep, the, uh, the brain can wash this, this byproduct out of our system. So deep sleep is very crucial. That way... The cerebral spinal fluid can move, can circulate to clean out the free radicals of the garbage. But when this free radical, this garbage accumulate, it's one of the contributing factors to mental fatigue, mental exhaustion, memory problem, Alzheimer's dementia. So sleep is very crucial so the body can heal, recuperate. And the best window is between 10 and 2. Doesn't mean you need to go to bed at 10 o'clock. You can go to bed at 11, 11.30. 11.30 is probably pushing it. But if you can go to bed before 11.30 every night, Try to sleep through the night, and who knows where that window is where the, the uh, cerebral spinal fluid really takes off and really starts to circulate to cleanse. It's called the glymphatic system. It works at night when you're sleeping, and we need this. It's very crucial. 
otherwise you're aged prematurely if you if you miss that you know that window so with that said it's quite interesting the Huangdi Neijing 2,000 years old they leave us this information in the very first chapter about the Yellow Emperor and Chibo how in the ancient time people they live so old but the modern people they're they're dying and they're sick they look very aged at 50 years old so these these aspects to harmonize the idea of yin and yang and five elements we got to learn we got to understand we got to study listen to more podcasts maybe buy the yellow emperor's classic of medicine i have one by mao xing ni i'll spell his name for you it's m a o s h i n g n i and he has a phd basically he translated the the yellow emperor's classic of medicine from 2000 years ago so it's a great translation it it reads very nice and smooth uh, the majority of it's going to be very beneficial for you. Some of it might be a little bit more for medical, but uh, you just read it and see what you can pick out of there. Who knows? It may do you wonders. So the basic idea, we just need balance. We need to follow that concept of yin and yang, not only for sleeping, but for eating. Follow the idea of, hey, everybody in the world's eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner. At the same time, why, why am I not? You know, you got to follow this nature. Uh, and this is quite crucial because a lot of people, they their breakfast, their lunch, their dinners all over the place, and they're eating sporadic, erratic, and chaotic. The, the the meals are always different. One day is Mexican, the next day is Chinese, the next day is Italian. They're getting all these different natures. Is simple is better. Follow nature. Keep it simple. What's in your local area? What's in the region where you live? You know what's in the season. Follow the nature the best you can. The uh, all the ancient cultures are big brothers out there, whether South America, Europe, or Asia, or wherever it may be. The ancient cultures, they had a diet, and they had very consistent food. And they had their own meals and styles of eating with their own unique spices. But when, really, when you look at it, now we have every diet underneath the sun, and then we have all the different flavors you can ever imagine. You know, all these different spices and different you know from different cultures the Italian food the Mexican food the uh, Middle Eastern food the uh, South American food the Chinese food the Thailand food you know all these different things our body gets a little bit disharmonized out of balance from too many ways just like now we got too many diets and it's like you get confused you don't know what to do so you gotta be smarter than that you gotta raise above all that and you gotta see through the smoke and it's all about you you know learning so that's why i have this here check out that book the yellow emperor's classic see if that works for you and then uh also about the yin and yang in the ancient time cold water is yin it's constricting it has a vasoconstriction nature heat warm things they have a vasodilation and opening it increases the speed of stuff cold slows things down hot speeds things up so this basic idea of hot vasodilating and cold constricting when we look at our liquid intake man one of the worst things if you want to get out of balance is it drink a bunch of ice water during your meal your stomach we call the digestive fire it's like a like a cauldron it's like an oven you eat all the food and the heat the metabolism all the digestive juices they start to disintegrate break down the food through all this digestive fire this process and it's a literal heat that we need in the gut. So I got the question for you. 
If you have a fire and you're camping and you're cooking food, would you go throw water on it? Hell no. That's going to put the fire out. You're not going to you know, cook your food. So why would you drink a big glass of ice water or an ice drink or a huge beer during your meal? The ancient cultures, the Chinese for five, six, seven, probably even longer than that, a thousand years, they've always drank hot water. And what happens, I'm going to give you an, another little you know, gold gem. If it rains outside very hard, very strong, it's going to flood the area. The water is going to rush down and go into a little ditch and then get washed away. And the soil, the grass, the plants, because of such a strong water, is going to get eroded. And the, and the plant won't be able to absorb too, too well because it came down too quick and it washed everything away. But if it drizzled very slow, very gentle, the, water came, or the rain came down very nice and very even, very steady, the soil can absorb. The plants can absorb. They can pick it up easier. They can absorb it more completely, more thoroughly. So my master recently, he told me this concept about the water. It's better to sip your drinks. Don't drink too fast, too much, too much gulping. When you do that, it's like a, a flood of water comes out of the sky like a downpour. And then the earth can't absorb everything. And then all of a sudden, the drain pipes are all full of this water. And then the sewer pipes are just completely flooded. And then it gets you know drained out into wherever it gets drained out into. So when you consume a lot of water quickly, when you gulp it down, you're going to pee it out quick. Your body's going to have a very you know, low chance of a high absorption power. But if you sip it just a little bit, a little sipping here, a little sipping your fluid there, your body's going to absorb it more thoroughly, more completely. And then your cells will get it, and then your cells will be more hydrated. Versus gulp it down, drink down a huge thing of ice water. Ice has the nature of constriction. Everything tightens up. Next thing, the water goes through your stomach, bloodstream, and you pee it out right away. And they do that years after years. Next thing, the kidney yang, the heat, the heat metabolism, the kidney fire, it starts to go out the window. And then that's why as you age, now we see all the old people, they pee their pants all the time. And tell me it's not true because you go to Walmart and you're going to see adult pampers right in the aisle there for adults. Take care of your kidneys. You can't damage them with ice water. Take care of your digestive fire. Don't damage it with ice water. It's better to drink room temperature water or hot drinks, hot tea, and sip it. Sip it slowly. So this concept of yin and yang, hot and cold, slow and fast, it's all blended in there with the knowledge. So once you start to learn the concepts of yin and yang, you can start to navigate yourself and understand because it's a universal truth. It's very unique. So that's my, my little advice on the water. Don't drink ice water during your meal. If you're really thirsty, just sip a little bit. Not a lot. Make sure it's room temperature. It's a little better for you. You can drink a little tea during your meal, but not a lot. You can have some soup in your meal too, but not like a, a huge glass of ice water, a huge ice cold beer. It's really going to mess up your digestive fire. It's going to damage the kidney chi. The kidney heat's going to go down, and later in life, is gonna you might win end up in the aisle at Walmart buying them diapers. We don't want that. Everything's prevention. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So that's the basic idea on the uh, the water. So with that being said, this is going to be the second part of being extraordinary. It's just a concept of, hey, let's think how the old people thought thousands and thousands of years ago. Let's understand the Yellow Emperor's classic. Let's apply these, these principles to our modern day life, you know, for eating, for sleeping, 
for our habits, our work, for what time we go to bed. And we start to create a harmony, a balance. And the next thing, you just feel better. That's the goal. You just want to be happy. You just want to live life a little more complete, being a little bit extraordinary. Because we can live ordinary. We can drink that ice water. We can watch that movie till 2 in the morning. We can get up really early and, and get four hours of sleep and just keep going and going and wonder why we're aging premature. Right now, you may think it looks good. But if you can fast forward 20 years into the future, you know, that's the vision. you got to have that vision. What we do today affects us tomorrow. What we do for the next three years is going to affect you in the next five years. What we do for the next five years from now is going to affect you for the next 10 to 15 years. What we do today, it shows up later. Drink alcohol today, tomorrow you'll have the hangover. Work your butt off for five years. On that sixth year, you'll see how much money you accumulated. You see how it works? So it's all connected. you got to have this thought, this concept. If your kids aren't eating vegetables and fruits as a child now, do you think they're going to eat it when they get older as an adult? No way. I've seen it all the time. A lot of the patients, they come in and they tell me they don't like vegetables and fruits. And, and they have a lot of health problems. They're acidic. Their digestion sucks. They're constipated. They're sick. they got headache, migraine. They can't sleep. And I tell them right away, you're going to have to start increasing your water intake. You're going to have to start eating more fruits and vegetables. And they, they tell me they don't like them. And it, it started when they were young from their mom and dad allowing it. You know, you got to put your foot down. you got to be strong. So we need the balance of the grain, the protein, the fruits, the vegetables, the nuts, the seeds, the tasty food, and the untasty food. And they have that saying, you must taste the bitterness before sweetness. When you're little... As your kids are little, you better give them that bitter food then. Make them eat it because later they can accept it as they get older. And then, of course, you can introduce the sweet. But if you give them the sweet first, there's no way they're going to want that bitter later. If life's too easy, it's going to be very difficult to accept hard work later in life. If you enjoy very tasty food all the time, especially when you're younger, it's going to be very difficult later in life for them to enjoy the, uh, the foods that maybe don't taste so good. Brussels sprouts, zucchini, cabbage, shiitake mushrooms, you know, all these different things. So keep an open mind. Do the best you can. I hope this gave you some information. I, I really enjoy it. Check out that book. Self-study is always the, the way. They, knowledge is power. And um, when you decide to read something, you can read for enjoyment, but make sure you read for self-cultivation, self-development as well. you got to keep a balance there too. That's also about yin and yang is keeping the balance. You can watch that fun movie, but also watch one that educates you. You can read that fun book, but also get one that educates you. You can enjoy that good restaurant, but also cook at home and eat that really healthy food. You know, See how we need this yin and yang balance. It's like a give and take. It's a harmony, positive and negative forward and backward, inside, outside, up and down, night and day, sleeping and awake, work and rest, all of it, we need to balance. So with that said, if you like this podcast, click the subscribe button, that way I can shoot you a future update, and if you really, 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 really like it, you know, maybe leave a positive comment, maybe someone sees that, and that's why they listen to the podcast, the next thing they, they feel inspired, and they listen to it, then they change, and their family changes, and who knows, maybe from learning something, someone can benefit to some extent you know that's the goal that's the dream that's the hope you guys are awesome enjoy your day we'll see you next time